the Blonde Priestess here on the Blonde Priestess podcast, and I am so lit up today. If you haven't heard already, we are currently under a full moon and lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. I feel the fire. So it is actually almost here on Pacific Coast. It is almost completely full. Uh, It's 12.12 p.m., June 5th, 2020, that the full moon um, will be the fullest in 15 degrees of Sagittarius. And we are also experiencing a lunar eclipse. So this is going to be a quick little mini on how I feel we can best move with the energies that we are currently experiencing as a collective and give you a little bit of tips and tricks that I like to use around the full moon. And hopefully... I pray that this message will just bring you a sense of understanding, a sense of peace, and a sense of permission to go within, okay? Uh, So this moon, quickly on it, is a strawberry moon, actually. And a fun little fact about these little kitschy names that you maybe have seen, um, like the wolf moon or the harvest moon, these terms actually come from the farmer's almanac. And it's really beautiful, actually, um, to know that our ancestors worked with the moon kind of the same way we do as priests and priestesses. And this strawberry moon was actually known as the season where the wild strawberries were ready to harvest. So I kind of love that. And also, astrologically, the planet, moon, the moon, rather, it... Um, has a darker tint to it on the strawberry moon. So observe that. See if you notice. And um, yeah, go pick some strawberries if, you ha- if you're lucky enough to have them. <laughs> this is a quick sidebar as well. This is very funny to me because my partner, his birthday is actually 12-12. He's a Sagittarius. And um, one of my very fond and his favorite nickname for uh, that I have for him is strawberry. So... <laughs> Oh, Barry, if you're listening to this, I love you, dear. Okay, back to why we're here. The full moon in Sagittarius. You may be feeling lit. You may be feeling loud. And you may be feeling like you you have been restricted and finally the gates are opening. And with us also being under a Gemini sun, you're likely publishing this point of view that you have everywhere. And listen, I'm all about it. I, I'm i a Gemini, okay? I love to talk. I love to share my opinion. And I also have a Sagittarius energy in my chart as well. And I know my truth. I know my beliefs. And I will say them whenever I feel called to say them. But this is the point. This is what we really want to emphasize. What I just mentioned there, when I feel called, okay? So I would encourage you to speak what you feel is right, to speak what you feel is just, to share your beliefs always from a place of love and compassion. But even more than that, I want, I hope, I wish for humanity to act and share or not from a place where they fully immersed within and they found their own version of the truth. Okay, action that does not have a truth or a heart behind it is not action. It's not, or it's at least not sustainable. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say there with that. You will be feeling the fire to be very spontaneous. Okay, and um, when we understand what sign the moon is in, we can 
understand a lot of the collective influence that we're going to be under. And I always say this to my, my clients, you don't want to be a slave to the moon, okay? And what I mean by that is if you, let's say you had no idea the moon was full, it's in Sagittarius, and let's say that sign usually always, when the moon is in it, gets you very triggered, right? And so let's just say you're all of a sudden super angry today and just going off on people. And you're like, wow, I don't even know where all this emotion is coming from, but you continue to pour it out into the world. But when we take back our power, when we're not a slave to the moon, instead we collaborate with the moon, you could realize, ah, I know how I get, I know how the collective gets when the moon is in a very fiery conviction oriented sign like Sagittarius. And I'm going to resist the urge to be pulled to an extreme by this impulse and this, this current transit. Rather, I'm going to take the light of the sign, enhance it, embrace that, and move from that place. So my whole point here is there is light and shadow to both, to, to sorry, to all signs, right? So you really want to make sure that you're aware of that. You know what the shadow and the light is of each sign. And when the moon is in it, you make a choice, a conscious effort to move in the place of the light because it's going to be very, very tempting to want to embrace the darkness of that sign. So with Sagittarius, it's, it's lightness is that it listens to everyone. It is known as the traveler. It's known as the philosopher. And the majority of people that are philosophers have traveled. They experience many different cultures and religions and countries and ways of being, and they've created their own personal philosophy. This is why the Sagittarius is known as the priest of the Zodiac, because they've experienced the world, they've taken what resonates for them and their personal religion, and then they they preach it. Ultimately, as a fully evolved Sagittarius will then take what they've created as their own personal religion and teach it to those that want to listen to those that want to learn. And more importantly, they move and live in the world from that place of personal conviction with an understanding that that is not everyone's personal conviction. And so with Sagittarius, as much as they can be quite fiery and, um, you know, even challenging at times because of their truth that they just like, those truth arrows that they can shoot when they feel um, justice is not being served. They do at the same time hold space and understanding the lightness of Sagittarius, that is the light side of Sagittarius, will hold an understanding and a tone of acceptance that there are how many billion trillion people in the world? And it's very um, rare that we all will agree on one thing and that's okay. That's okay. Sagittarius, the light fully immersed um, in its brightness, that Sagittarius understands this and welcomes any other opposing views, holds space for it, and knows that it doesn't have to agree with it in order to hold space. Okay, so all of these themes I've kind of um, been hinting around are coming into focus for the collective and for you on a personal level. Freedom, truth, justice, and beliefs. These are all really, really magnified and highlighted right now. Now there's a little bit of energy 
sticky energy happening between Neptune and Mars. They are both dancing in Pisces. And so there is a tendency on the bright side to take spiritually aligned action, which is beautiful. And I would encourage you again to go within, take your stillness, do whatever you need to do, meditate, take a walk and find what that spiritual action is for you. Find the truth of your spiritual action. Now on the dark side, this um, aspect can also be encouraging some sort of edginess and anger um, to be backing our beliefs and to be backing our speech, which is Gemini. We're under a Gemini sun right now. Even this podcast, I feel myself speaking very intensely. Okay. So I'm just monitoring my words as they flow through to ensure that they're speaking from the highest place of truth and compassion and love. Okay. So, um, but yes, they, I do, I am aware I'm a bit more intense today and this weekend as well. Now, some astrologers say the full moon you'll be feeling for weeks. And many of us that are really tapped in and tuned into her have been feeling it for a while now coming. Now with the eclipse added in, the eclipse is essentially full moon energy magnified. So we're talking all about shifts, changes, and breakthroughs. And many astrologers also agree that eclipse energy can ride out for the next six months. So the themes that come up this today, that have come up this week, that come up this weekend are going to be themes that are going to be continuing to come up into conversation um, to be healed, to be um, have the light shined upon them uh, for the next six months, for the remainder of the year, um, at the very least. Okay, so um, yes, that's going to be that's going to be what we're all kind of under the influence of. And I kind of mentioned this here a bit, but I want to go a little bit more in depth when I say working with the moon. Um, a great way to practically apply this is you can keep a moon diary or a moon journal. Um, I physically love to write mine and I'll link up a few suggestions of diaries or planners that you can use in my, um, in this podcast post on my website, theblondepriestess.com. You can check it out there. Um, there is one I really, really love that is actually more of a, a, an agenda, more of a planner. And I just will, you can simply Google what sign the moon is in for the month of June, for example, and then you can um, make notes of it. And the thing with the moon diary is at first, well, always, but especially at first when you're doing it, be completely objective. So record moon in Aries the next two to three days, which is how quickly the moon changes signs. It will be moon in Taurus approximately. The next two to three days approximately moon will be in Gemini. So she's very quick, okay, which makes you realize why, you know, perhaps based on your astrology, you could be so moody. Uh, for me being a natal cancer, um, a natal moon in cancer, the moon is my queen. Absolutely. So this has been so helpful for me because I've realized just how much I'm really tapped into the collective and I'm very much so um, reacting to the signs that the moon is moving through. Okay, so this is really powerful. Um, this helped me so, so much. So record it. And I, when I say record, record anything from the day that happened that um, was significant or was out of the ordinary, perhaps. Like, okay, moon is in Aries. It's Tuesday. Um, I had to drive to work and I was super angry on the road. I felt very cut off. I felt very attacked and I had like lots of anger and road rage. Now for me, this would be very rare. 
And so this would be something that like I would show up to work and maybe have to like even meditate to get back to where I need to be because it would be so abnormally feeling in my body and I would make a note of it. And so now let's say next month, moon is in Aries and um, I know this, right? Like I know, I know that, that I get this way. I know that the energy, the collective feels quite fiery as well as Aries is. And I can prepare for it. I can add a bit more time to my to, to my commute so I'm not rushing. I can let people, you know, have plenty of space on the road and come from a place of understanding, right? And this is maybe the Gemini in me, but also us being under a Gemini sun. With more information, we can make more aligned action. I will always, always preach this message. I always do my very best to give you babes information, to give you guys exactly what you need to, to continue your education and to continue that in inquisition. Okay. And this is a very common theme as well under the full moon in Sagittarius and also our, under our sun in Gemini, the, the desire for truth, the desire for information. Okay. And um, yeah, check out the moon diaries. You guys got to let me know if you do it. it. It has helped so, so many clients. And especially if you're a freelancer or if you have your own business, you can begin to design your days, your work days, your output days around those, those times where the, the moon is in, you know, signs that help you write better or Perhaps there's a sign, like for me right now, I, I wanted to actually have the intention to re record the podcast a few days before the full moon. But for me, you know, anytime the moon is in Scorpio, which is the sign right before Sagittarius, I'm always very introspective. I'm very moody. Um, I do not, <laughs> let's just say the last thing I want to be doing right now is this. But moon in Sagittarius, this is on my midhaven and my north node, and I it's very much so a part of my purpose moving into Sagittarius energy. And it's all about teaching, all about connecting and sharing my truth and what it is I know and letting you figure out your own truth for you. But using perhaps maybe, um, you know, this condensed version of wisdom that I had to acquire over years of experience. And now you get it in hopefully 15 minutes or less. We'll see how we do. <laughs> I really want to keep the podcast episodes really mini because... I'm a Gemini again. I like my content quick and fast. I listen to audiobooks on 1.5 at least. So 1.5 speed. So just give it to me quick. Um, all right. So that is the deal on the Moon Diary. Again, I'm going to link up a few suggestions on journals you can use. Obviously, you could also use your calendar app in your phone if, you, if you're very techy and you prefer to just have it all right there in your hand because your phone's in your hand anyway. Um, that's a good suggestion too. So I really want to wrap this up with a bow of um, intuitive guidance that I feel I've received through the universe and that I've been tapping into from the collective. And I just really, really wish and pray that under this full moon, especially, we can take time to observe, okay, to be the observer, to, to witness what it is, is that is happening in the world to be educated and also to know that the more you react to chaos, the more power you give it. Now, I will not define any of that for you because I am encouraging you to define that for yourself. And the quickest way to define it for yourself is to get into the body. Now, we work a lot with human design as well, and that's feeling into the centers where you're meant to be making your decisions from, feeling into your authority. What does it tell you about what it's experiencing and what it's observing? And decide whether 
action feels aligned, what sort of action feels aligned. If um, speaking, if writing, if connecting, if getting help aligns with with that place in your body, then then do that. But I would just really encourage you to do your observation, to take your time of stillness. And again, with especially with human design, you have to really ensure because many of us have open centers where we take in the world's energy. We take in the people we know's energy and we magnify it. So I, I will just always preach the message to find your own voice, to let your centers that are maybe open clear and you can do that the quickest way to do that is in stillness is in meditation is in conscious effort to know where the centers are and to clear them out with reiki or then this can be self reiki or affirmations and then then from a fresh place before you take in any other opinion words or voices feel into your body okay so The last thing I want to end this with is I pulled a card right before we hopped on and it is from Gabby Bernstein's Oracle deck, The Universe Has Your Back. And I've been sharing this one a lot and I'll also share this on the blog uh, in the podcast on my website, uh, the podcast tab on my website. And the card that came up first off is so incredibly beautiful. It's a dark starry night in the woods is the imagery and there's a giant pink strawberry full moon on the on the card I was like no way and of course the phrase just was such a hug to my heart and I hope it is for you the presence of love will always cast out fear 